0: We only have seven days to do this. We have no idea how we're going to build this. but I'll be trying to post every single Tuesday. In this video, I'm going to surprise Mr. Beast with a custom car. I'm risking my entire future for this one single video. I've done countless 50-hour challenges on this channel. I haven't really seen someone that can make like the most amazing content they possibly can as frequent as possible, and that's my goal. So most people know your channel
1: and and I actually went back and scrolled through it and I saw that 3 years ago was the the last like that's the furthest that your main channel goes back on just the Matthew Beam channel. Yeah. But I know you started filming YouTube videos in 2010. So what what channel is that do those videos still exist and you said it was Call of Duty, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so those channels do still exist. Um I just bought like the cheapest recording device they had at um Best Buy. I don't even think it filmed in 320. Was recording my Call of Duty gameplay and I did like the whole sub for sub thing. I was giving out mm-hmm. like Uh, Microsoft points, I would like cut grass and then I would save up and then give it out for people to subscribe And I was giving away like 20 bucks for one person subscribing. It was it was ridiculous The first one I was like new to YouTube and I was doing the whole sub for sub thing, and I realized it was stupid So I quit that channel went to a new one and then I started a trick shotting clan I've just always loved creating content no matter like what form it was and um, I always knew I wanted to do like real-life content. So um, the gaming stuff was definitely fun, but I knew I wanted to transition into like the Matthew Beam channel eventually um, I recorded two or three vlogs that never made it to YouTube actually um, That were just practice vlogs before I was ready to jump So like my editor who edits for me now has edited every single video on the channel I knew I was gonna become a youtuber. I had the gaming background. I knew to go to Twitter I looked up the hashtag editing and I was just searching for months found my editor was a little bit younger than me. He was in high school and he went to Toronto and made a film reel and I thought it was great. And I messaged him, hey, can I uh, pay you to edit my videos? And he was he was freaking out because he's like, he thought he sucked at editing. No one's ever noticed that he edited before. And he's like, yeah, I'll do this. And then I had him edit three test videos. We got to know each other's style. And then I made like a promise to myself that I would upload every single Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm. That have you, you actually, just like called out a little growth hack on Twitter that not a lot of people utilize where you can actually just like search editor or thumbnail and it literally gives people, you people that have that in their bio. So, okay. So you're getting more comfortable on camera. You've started now this IRL channel. What did you learn from your previous YouTube venture, your previous YouTube channel that you brought to this channel? Because I would say the, you, from the moment you started that channel to now, it's been you know probably a little over three years. Yeah. You know what you've accomplished on that channel in a little over three years is pretty remarkable. So I'm guessing you had learned a lot before you had then started that IRL channel.
0: I think I actually, as odd as it sounds, didn't learn much from that first YouTube journey. It was more so um, working. So like when I f- first had the idea of wanting to do the 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 YouTube thing, I was in high school, but I was like, first I'm going to get a job and make some good money because I know it costs money to have a YouTube channel. So I was working full time and I was waiting till I was like twenty, twenty-one and had some money so I could just go all in on YouTube. And I feel like a lot of it I learned was from my work experience. Um, I, I see so many people, even like my gaming channel, we didn't upload that many videos and I kind of gave up on it early. What I noticed is like, there's a reason you don't become a doctor in one day. It takes mm-hmm. a long time. You know, I was, a head painter painting cars. And it took me seven years to get that position. I was going in at 4 a.m. every morning and leaving at 6 p.m. every night for months and months and months, no raises. And the goal is just to become that painter. So what I realized was from my work ethic, I was like, you just have to grind and you're going to learn and it's going to suck. And that's why I, I went into it and I was like, I'm going to upload every Tuesday because it's, if I don't and I quit, then I'll never get better.
1: Do you feel like it's clicked for you yet or do you feel like you still have a long way to go?
0: I, I feel like it's definitely clicked in some way, but I think always I have a long way to go. I think everyone does. You know, you can always grow. Um, even when I'm talking to my team, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have a lot of amazing employees around me now and stuff like that. Even Mr. Beast or like YouTube, this game hasn't been around that long. So we're all learning and adapting. So I I think that it's definitely clicked and I understand it, but I think there's so much to learn always.
1: You said team, like what does that team look like and how have you found most of those people?
0: So luckily um, my friends are just super amazing and they've always supported it. My family, my friends, like pretty much almost every person we've hired so far were people that I've known for a long time. I was able to recently bring my mom on full time, um, got my sister working with me, all of my closest friends. Um, and now we're starting to kind of hire out from the team. Um, since we do like a lot of building and stuff, I kind of go back in my memory and think of like high school of like kids that were really talented in, in like woodworking or art class. And then we'll hit them up and be like, Hey, um, you want to do this? And like, yeah. And, and they've been really talented and done some amazing things. So I think we're just in the, the figuring it out stage, you know, um, I've recently started renting a warehouse. We've only been there for three months. Um, six months ago, I didn't have a hundred thousand subscribers. So there's so much that has changed. I was an employee six months ago. Now I am I run a company with nine employees.
1: Is it overwhelming for you right now?
0: Yeah, 100%. Very, very overwhelming.
1: Like how how stressed do you get mid end of the week? Like you've done filming the video. Now it needs to get edited to get posted on Tuesday. Like what's that stress level?
0: Um, like I can't explain it. Like I felt like, vis- like my eyes were open last night and I couldn't see. So um, I guess we'll get, like this video probably won't go, uh, the video I'm talking about won't go out for a little while, but we'll give everybody that's watching a little early sneak peek of what we're doing, but we're building a six foot tall Lego Iron Man out of like the little individual Iron Man bricks. It is a way bigger project than we ever anticipated. Every layer is taking about two hours and there's 450 layers. So we're talking about an 800 hour project and we were only two weeks ahead on it and we're just like, whoa, Um, we've been working on it for a while and now it's this Tuesday's video. And it would be the first time i ever miss a tuesday and i'm absolutely freaking out um and and it happens quite often we have no idea what to do but then um I'm, I'm so obsessed with it that we pivot and i was i was like okay guys keep working hard on the iron man project but i'm gonna figure out a way to pivot so i just like closed my eyes for two hours and thought and um after i get off this call with you i'm gonna book a ticket to dubai and i'm going to go in the world's most expensive seat and the entire time I'm on it, I'm gonna edit. And then when I land, send it to my editor, he'll finish it, fly home, and then we'll finish the Ironman project so I don't miss a Tuesday. Wow. Post that. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) it's it's very stressful. I've, back in the day when my videos weren't this crazy, I would edit at 4 a.m. The reason why I do that is there's multiple reasons. I feel like the first time I miss it, I feel like once you cross that line of doing something, then it's easier to, to get, go down that path of like, well, I missed a Tuesday once. So why not again? And and stuff like that. I want to hold myself accountable. And also like the amount that my, my fan base, like comments, like it'll be 1201 on Tuesday and clock just changed. Like, where's your video? You know what I mean? Like, I've really wanted to build that into my brand because, um, I wanted to provide something that I felt was missing. Like I haven't really seen Someone that can make like the most amazing content they possibly can as frequent as possible, and that's mm-hmm. my goal. Um, I always tell people like I'm an extreme perfectionist, but I only give myself seven days to be a perfectionist.
1: You know, your bar eventually gets so high that each video has to be better than the next. Does the algorithm change, and now you're like, okay, YouTube maybe want maybe wants something else. Maybe I don't upload weekly. But I do think it's a good goal that you have. I think it keeps you accountable. I think it keeps your fans excited and, and bought in and like super engaged in your channel. Yeah. Um, so I've never been against it. I just I know creator burnout exists. It's a real thing. Yep. It seems to me like you come up with a lot of the video ideas, Yeah. Um, which will probably become the bottleneck if you don't get someone to help you at least think about video ideas just like video ideas. I've, I've noticed a few things in my you know seven years of managing creators. Yep. One thing is, it takes time to be a successful YouTuber. That's now, We've now seen that that's different with TikTok. Someone can go from zero to 10 million in a month by dancing, making funny videos. But to be a successful YouTube channel that makes long form videos takes time, takes years of practice to figure out what your style is. Yep. And then the second thing is, Almost every creator that's had your level of success is like so hyper obsessed with video making and content and, and their business that they just kinda like will it into existence, Yeah. right? It's like, this is the only thing that I wanna do with my life and I'm gonna make it a career.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, sometimes I'm a little bit hardcore, but I get a lot of people ask me for advice now. And I went to the Vid Summit last year and uh, it's a little hardcore, but that's the way that I view it. They were like, I'm thinking about quitting YouTube. It's been really hard. I need your advice. And then I'm a little hardcore. I'm like, you probably should quit then. And they're like, why? And I'm like, I never once questioned it. You know, like if you really love it, you just do it. Like I tell it's people, good
1: advice. Yeah. Like,
0: if, if I had zero views of video right now, so, I love making videos. I love YouTube. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's, I'm not a YouTuber. I love making videos. So if it's YouTube, if it's this, if it's that, I just really enjoy making videos and I think YouTube is the best platform for that right now.
1: Yeah, I started this business by myself and for two and a half years I had to struggle to like, like, just figure out how to make money in general. Yeah, And there wasn't a single point that I was like, I need to quit and go do something else. It makes me so nervous like seeing these YouTubers' articles about how much money X person is making Because then all these other people see like, oh my gosh, I can make so much money making content, but they forget that like, if you don't have a deep love for it, don't even get in this arena because you're going to get outworked and people have deep passion for this. uh, And it's going to be very tough for you to compete at this level.
0: Yeah. And I feel that way about any industry, honestly. Right. Like when my sister is like super intelligent and like school and stuff like that, and she works at it, you know, some of my friends, like my, my building friends, like the stuff they do, like I would never challenge, like. They're in there building like massive sculptures and stuff like that. And and they love it. It like, they tell me that, like, obviously I pay them, but they're like, I would do this if you didn't pay me. And that's how I feel about YouTube. Me and Jimmy talk a lot and I love his story. It kind of reminds me of mine sometimes too. Like, I'm still driving the same car. My socks still have holes in it. Like, I just love making YouTube videos and just reinvesting in that way. If you're not hyper obsessed with it, you're just gonna be average.
1: Yeah. I, it seems like you have a really good support system of creators around you. I know you mentioned Jimmy. Yeah. Who, who else are you talking to on a weekly basis? And also, how did you get connected with those people?
0: Um, so for Jimmy, I actually pitched an idea to him for Jimmy and he said no. And it was a video idea? Yeah, for me to do with them. But then I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my car talents. I'm going to customize a car and I'm not going to give them an option to say no this time. I'm just going to send them a picture and while I'm driving to North Carolina so the day after they said no, I bought the car. Three weeks later, I finished it and I started driving to North Carolina and texted my picture and said, I'm on my way, I'll be there in 17 hours. No clue if it would work. My family thought I was insane. I was buying someone a car, I still drive my car. That's horrible. Getting less than a hundred views a video. And then they they uh, I get a phone call and they're like, hey, this is Vice President, blah, 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 uh, Mr. Beast. And I'm just like freaking out. We're like in Indiana, had no clue. And we've just been blindly driving. and then. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him, and and we talked, and um, apparently he said he saw the the picture thing, and he was watching me from afar to see what I would do and stuff, and and then we kind of kicked it off from there. So, that's how I met him. But one of the other closest YouTubers I'm friends with is Zealous. He taught me about the YouTube algorithm before I was just making videos, and then one day he's like, you're kind of talented, but there's this thing called the algorithm, and I was like, nah. Um, So I first learned about the algorithm about a year ago Mm -hmm. and then I just stayed up every night watching and I was like Wow, this all makes sense now. And and so I I talked to zealous a ton
1: What are the um, what are the things about the YouTube algorithm that stand out to you? I mean Jimmy's made it pretty simple I think in a lot of the interviews he's done is like high CTR high AVD means viral video Yeah, but like how, how do you think about the algorithm and like how are you optimizing your videos for the algorithm?
0: well first to me, it was just like obvious I was like I was making these videos that were like titled, um, the the covering pictures of Mr. Beast, like it's that's the title, that's the thumbnail, and then you click it, and then it starts off with me like um, chewing gum and blowing a giant bubble and popping it, and then like doing like a funny bit, like the kind of the style back then, and it's like, the people clicked to see you do the thing they clicked for. So when it clicked, I'm like, why am I doing these random bits and not giving them exactly what they came for? So I think first off, you just have to, no matter what, if you have a bad title or a good title, you just have to deliver upon what that title is. Cause you set the, if the title is good enough for them to click, so give them what they clicked for. I was watching videos um, with Patty Galloway a lot and he was talking about like how Dream was able to add like this tension. And I was like, these are the most unbelievable videos I've ever seen, but you can't do that in real life. And I would just stay up every night and I'm like, how can I add tension to real life? And then we started building things and stuff and there's just natural tension and stuff. I'm like, I think this is this is it. So um, I love adding stakes and videos. I think that helps. Um, but just like like Jimmy says, longer watch time and stuff and the little tricks that you can you can do to get it there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of times you use time or some objective to build that tension within your video. And it seems like a lot of creators just forget that minor detail that yeah. is so pivotal to get people to watch until the end of their video, but they just like fail to build any type of tension. And then once they click, people just get bored and they go on to the next video. But that's one thing that, that you've done really well. I've also noticed that your editing style is a little bit more faster pace than even Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a reason for that?
0: Um, so even like, to answer the question like yes and also the thumbnail style as well so like i'm always like doing like this little pose like with an air and you can't mm-hmm. really tell who i am i'm just a silhouette and um like just studying the algorithm so much i don't ever expect anyone to know who i am or care who i am i'm, I'm usually like kind of like social hacking trend hacking um so i my face shouldn't matter you know like if i'm building mr beast the giant squid game doll the story is not really about me when they're clicking yet uh and that's kind of the reason there's the faster pace and stuff like that like i want to give them what they came for i'm not trying to slow it down with character moments i'm um, not trying to make the thumbnail about me like you want you came for the the squid game doll i'm going to show you that and i'm not going to show you like the slower parts like we spent two weeks building that you know mm-hmm. um but you unfortunately that's how youtube works but you see us do it in two minutes just to try to i really try to respect Um, a first time viewer, so they don't Mm -hmm. have to know, like, no, I call it no inside jokes. There's probably a better term, but like, you don't have to know who I am, who my sister is, who all the people in the content are to get the content. And I think as the brand grows, I'll start to slow it down. I'm starting to include my face more into the thumbnails and stuff, but, um, I'm just trying to appeal to uh, as many new audience members as possible.
1: Very smart. Is there, any, uh, is there any goals for this year? Any sub goals, view goals? Yeah. I, I know you want to hit every Tuesday, so yeah. we have that goal.
0: Yeah, so, but that's kind of funny because it's not even a goal. Like that's just like embedded. That, it's
1: like, a necessity, uh, yeah, it's it has like, to happen. It, it
0: has to happen. But I'm sure we'll see what happens there. Um, the goal I was telling everybody at VidSummit last year, which was kind of funny, I just recently hit 100,000. I was telling everybody, there's like a lot of screenshots and stuff. I was like, I want to come back to VidSummit with 5 million subscribers this year. And I was like, nothing against shorts, but I was like, I also want to do it without using shorts. So one of my biggest goals, we're, we're kind of far from it right now. I think we're at like 1.6 million, but I, I really, really want us to have five million subscribers by September because I just feel like if you're gonna go for things, you might as well go here and you might hit here. So I, w- I want to see what we're able to do. Um, we were able to hit, I was obviously a YouTuber for a while, but never saw any success. So from the moment that it started spiking off, we did a million in four months. But just making the best videos possible. I've never really cared about money or anything like that. Like, I just wanna make better and better videos, hopefully inspire the next person that wants to go all out on YouTube um, and, and stuff like that, really. But I would love the five million subscriber. That's kind of like our, our big goal that we talk about quite often.
1: Awesome, I can't believe last time I saw you at Vid Summit last year, you only had 100K. That's yep. so crazy to think about. I, I mean, I remember our conversation too, it's so nuts.
0: Yeah, my most viewed video had two million views, and it was my only video with over a million. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's been unreal. But I just try to be a sponge and a student of the game, and just continue to learn and hopefully um, like adapt our style and, and figure out new things. And the goal is like the Tuesday thing. I want to see how often we can post the best content we can. You know.
1: Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate yeah.
0: it. Thank you. This has been an honor. I watched the show. This helped me grow. So it was amazing <laughs> to be on here.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. We're trying. We're trying to upload more over here. All right. <laughs> Every Tuesday. I- I- I'm traveling constantly. I got a lot of stuff going on. I have to run a business, but I am trying to, I cannot post every Tuesday. There's no way. And all I have to do is record a podcast for 30 minutes. It'd be so
0: tough.
1: So thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.